Hi, this is Anita from the Global Trade Gal. Sometimes in these podcasts, I like to diverge a little bit and talk about some interesting products or other things that I find, or just talk a little bit about some history or culture. I always find that it's really interesting, no matter what kind of product or where you're buying, to kind of understand what you're buying, where you're buying it, or a little bit about the history or the culture of the place you're buying it from. Today, I want to talk a little bit about hand embroidery, and in particular, some hand embroidery that I found in Mongolia to be quite interesting embroidery. Your hand embroidery is basically the handicraft of using fabric and other materials as a needle and thread, place a design on a textile or fabric. You know, for fabric, for for a product to be considered hand embroidered, it should be 100% embroidered by hand. So in the... Um, there are basically, you know, 15 basic types of hand embroidery and uh, different stitches. And I will not go through them, but I've written a blog on this called What Does Hand Embroidery Mean? And about Mongolia's skill of hand embroidery. And I'll put a link to the blog below and you can see some of the things, um, some of these embroidery hand, you can see some of these Mongolian hand embroidered products, which I think are actually quite beautiful. You know, embroidery, especially hand embroidery, is one of these handicrafts or skills that's been around for a long time. The art of hand embroidery has been found worldwide. Several examples have been found in China dating back to the 3rd century. Other garments have been found in Sweden dating back to 300 to 700 AD. You know, there's many different types of stitches. There's many different things that people embroider on them, but the but embroidery is all basically the same type of skill used around the world. Needle, thread, and fabric is what's used for people to make hand embroidery. Almost every single culture around the world has some form of hand embroidery. If you come to Vietnam here, you will see there's a village here where the whole village is making hand embroidered artwork. And it's quite fascinating because if you look at the artwork from a distance, you think it's oil painting, then you go up close and you can see that actually it's hand embroidery. Yeah, there is a difference between hand embroidery versus machine embroidery. Your embroidery machines have been found since the early 1800s. So actually an embroidery machine is quite an old type of machine or technology. It was 20 years before this time that Isaac Singer patented the first sewing machine in 1846. And then the Frenchmen Hellman invented the first known embroidery machine. You know, Hellman's embroidery machine was revolutionary for its time. The machine consisted of a frame to hold the fabric and a needle and thread. Instead of taking the needle to the fabric, the fabric would move and to meet the needle. And this type of technology of this invention is the foundation of all embroidery machines today. For us at Mindoro to consider an item to be hand embroidered, we consider that it should be just that, 100% embroidered by hand. So if we say an item is 100% embroidered by hand, we mean that it is 100% embroidered by hand. Where I found this very interesting embroidery in Mongolia was this Kakistan, that embroidery. And this is interesting because a lot of people don't know much about this part of the world, let alone that there is hand embroidery going on there. The Kakistan part of Mongolia is the far western part of Mongolia, which is very close to Kakistan. This people in this area are known as the Kakis people, 
And they're the largest ethnic group in Mongolia with over 100,000 people considering themselves Kakistani. And this is about 4% of the total Mongolian population. The Mongolian Kakids are culturally and ethnically very different from the Mongolians. They speak a different language and they practice a different religion. They are basically, they are practicing Muslims. And, you know, because uh, the majority of Mongolians themselves are Tibetan Buddhist. You know, they, um, so, the, you know, the people in this part are kind of more, they're more aligned with Kakistan, with present-day Kakistan. But despite the separation, the Mongolian Kakis people, they share a lot of the same culture with Kakistan, even though they're not on the same border. Um, there's actually, there's a little bit where it's divided between Russia and China, but yet, even despite that, they share a lot of the same cultural traditions. And one of them is this tradition of hand embroidery. So they, they essentially use a chain stitch and they um, do these embroider, they embroider these beautiful, you know, pillows and, and um, other things all by hand. And they're so refined, their embroidery skills are so refined and so good that when I received an example of one, I was so sure that it was machine embroidered. In fact, my staff and I both looked at it. And we said, this isn't, this, there's no way, there's no way that this is hand embroidered because it was so uniform and 100% perfect. But upon closer examination, we saw that the stitching was actually 100% hand embroidered. And anybody that does embroidery knows how difficult this is for your stitching to be so perfect that your stitching looks like it is machine embroidered and not hand embroidered. That really is a huge skill. So these Kakis women in Mongolia are extremely fine hand embroiderers. They perform this chain stitch with exact precision. You know, we really love items like this. And I know I've talked about this before in some of my other um podcasts that we love items like this because we love anything which allows people to be able to keep their handicrafts and their skills alive. That any time they have the opportunity to use something which has been passed down from mother to daughter, has been passed down through the culture, and that, you know, in particular, these women can earn a living in their home by doing these hand embroidery and keeping the skill alive we believe is something which is always worth looking at. And that is why we love these Mongolian Kakix hand embroidered pillows, because we love the fact that it's keeping this Kakistan type of embroidery alive within Mongolia itself. If you'd really like to see, we suggest that you go and look at our, our blog and you could see how really fine and some great examples of how these women are able to embroider these products and how they're able to do it all by hand. It really is quite fascinating. You know, it can be said that these Mongolian um, Kakis people kept the embroidery tradition more alive than the Kakistan people did themselves. And one of the reasons is that Kakistan was part of the Soviet Union and Mongolia was a socialist country. And so Mongolia kind of allowed these women to continue doing the embroidery in the home, whereas um, Kakistan, not that many women did this embroidery in the home. So really, this is a skill that if they don't continue doing it, could be completely lost off the face of the earth. 
So that's another reason why we love to be able to work or develop products like this. This is Anita, the Global Trade Gal. Thank you so much for listening. And we really do appreciate your uh, time. We realize that it is because of viewers like you that we're able to continue to produce these podcasts. If you've enjoyed it, please give us a thumbs up. Um, tell your friends about us. And also go check out our blog. Check out this uh, blog and see some of these embroidery from these fascinating women and the things that they're able to embroider. Even if you're not into buying embroidered products or home embroidered products, it is really uh, beautiful to see the kind of things that they produce and how fine and what precision they're able to do the embroidery. Thank you for listening. This podcast is sponsored by Mindoro. We create, develop, and manufacture home decor and home furnishing products in Asia with a social conscience. We'd love to have you check out our blog at mindoro.com and sign up for our newsletter. We'll put a link below in our description so you can easily go there. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please give us a thumbs up and leave us a review. This really helps. Thank you again for listening.